0: I have found that it is so easy to get caught up in my own internal reactions to having feelings of self doubt. And I would almost go as far to say, you know, or as far to ask, is the self doubt, and this is what has helped me to really ask, is the self doubt really a feeling or is it really just a thought? about something else that I'm feeling and I don't know if that necessarily that question can be answered accurately because I think there and and yet I find that the more that I pay attention to that question just by virtue of asking it I find that it starts to really derail me from getting caught up in that trance of believing those self-doubting thoughts that I'm having. It's almost in a way it's like it's really not so much about the answer to the question itself but it's really about trying to ask the best question possible. The questions that really get to the heart of the matter without really getting to the heart of the matter. And I know that sounds a little strange but it really what I find is If I can just stop and ask myself that when I find myself, when I become aware that I am starting to doubt some sort of choice or some sort of decision I have made, that, and I don't necessarily say that I use it every time, sometimes it's just a matter of once that awareness comes online and I realize, you know, there I go again, I am doing this again, you know, I am... uh, I I have these thoughts, and there again, I'm not trying to not have the thoughts because I've you know that really never has been productive. It's never really been helpful when I find myself there, and I guess that's really the first thing I would say is is that at least for me, what really helped in order to not take these thoughts so seriously anymore was for me to realize that you know I was making the choice to take it seriously. I was you know I was I was really believing what it is I was thinking about doubting some choice that I made or some action that I took in the past or something that I'm engaging in currently you know on an ongoing basis whatever the case may be and I don't necessarily think at least for me I don't think it's possible to seek to, to live a life that has no self-doubt in it. And I know that there are you know, some people who have been able to successfully you know, positive think themselves you know, out of doing that, but I evidently am not one of those people. And so this is really what I'm going to be talking about is for those of us who have found that positive thinking, while it does help, and I, and, and I definitely use aspects of that myself to a certain degree. Uh, but at the same time, though, I don't, use, I don't use positive thinking as a way to talk myself out of or to block whatever you know, comes up in my mind. I want to just be naturally who I am and let myself respond to situations however I'm going to. Because what I find is is that my experience of life overall can really be much more authentic and genuine if I have not pre-scripted you know, my responses to life, to, to how I'm going to react. And I do see the value in trying to see the positive in things. And I certainly think it helps in terms of... Helping uh, you know increase or build our emotional intelligence, or what what people refer to as emotional IQ. I do think that it is a mindful coping mechanism when it's used in a way that allows us to not deny the way that we feel, but really is a way to make us, you know, to kind of reacquaint us with the fact that not you know in most situations not all is lost. I realize there are genuine. Uh, tragedies in life and emergencies and you know serious situations and so I'm not really speaking to that this is more along the lines of just the everyday things of life I realize there are you know disappointments hurt feelings uh, sadness you know things not going the way we had hoped or intended you know there's a lot of that in life just on a day-to-day basis and that's really most of the time for most of us that's where we are. I, you know, I'm not saying that's that way for everyone, but I know that every you know there are situations where people are living you know long term, you know day to day in situations with disaster, and I don't want to gloss over that either, because that just that in of itself, it can the tendency to be overwhelmed by thinking about people that are in that situation, or worrying or fearing about us, you know, being in that situation at some point can also really tend to sometimes make these feelings of self-doubt worse or we feel bad because that you know that you know we're not necessarily struggling to the extent that some other people are and so we can then start to doubt whether we have done enough to make the world a better place whether we've given enough and not to spend too much time on that but it is you know it is one of those particular patterns or habits of mind that can lead to what I refer to as bouts of self-doubt and and uh, self-critical thinking and and really questioning choices that we've made. And it's not to say that sometimes, you know, we don't make choices that are not necessarily the best or that sometimes we don't, you know, not to say that we don't sometimes take actions that we you know later wish we wouldn't have. I think for every, you know, almost everyone, I can't say everyone for sure, but I think that, you know, we all have those moments when there are genuine situations where we do regret something that we have chosen. We do feel like we've taken a wrong turn somewhere. Somewhere, And I'm really, I guess I'm kind of looking at this really as two different situations. There, there are the times when we have made the best decision that we can. We've taken the time to make the best choice that we could. Or the action that we took was what we believed to be the best action to take under the circumstances. You, I really kind of put this in two different categories. You have those situations, and then you have the situations where, as some time passes, you know we, you know, sometimes become aware of the fact. Yeah, maybe that really wasn't the best choice for me. Either way, we're going to find ourselves most likely at some point you know being plagued by about thoughts of self doubt and the question is you know how do we cope with that it can be become really easy to be the thoughts themselves it can become very easy to be overwhelmed by those thoughts themselves that we're really not in a position to really look at this you know more deeply and to really you know determine if there is a need for some sort of action or change, I know for at least for me I cannot really do that with any clarity or with any, you know, be a presence of mind when I am in the middle of emotionally beating myself up for making a, you know, a choice in the past or taking what I believe to be a wrong turn. I also feel like it is normal to feel this way at least again in my experience even if i've made what i believe to be the best choice i think there's always that you know what people call buyers remorse there's those you know times where you know it's just now i know i know any major deci- you know decisions that i've made in my life there is always it's always been followed by some sort of thoughts maybe not right away but at some point in the near future from that time that i made that choice of those feelings of self doubt and at some point, I've made my peace with the fact that that is just, in my experience, part of being human. It is something that is just one of those experiences that's part of you know, what I refer to as the human experience. So once I've made my peace with that, I'm no longer in the business of trying to convince myself of anything. And that is something that I struggled with a lot for many years. I finally had a friend call attention to the fact that whenever I seemed to be doubting something in terms of a choice I was getting ready to make or had already, already made, that I tended to try to convince. It appeared like I was trying to convince them, but what she finally got me to see was is that I was really trying to convince myself. I was really trying to make myself believe or sell myself on the idea that I had made the right choice. And at some point, what I found was, is that all that effort of trying to do that actually leads to more self-doubt after the decision has been made or after I've taken that turn. And now that I, when I become aware of any time I'm getting ready to make a choice, and it really just is kind of a signal in other words if i catch myself you know with mindfulness practice i can be if i practice and i if i choose to like everybody else it's available to all of us if i become aware that i am getting ready to make a decision or a choice and i find myself reflexively starting to convince others or needing their approval or needing them to pat me on the back and say, you know, Jeff, this is yeah, this is good. You're made this is I think this is a great idea. I think this is a great choice you're making. If I'm needing that, it's a signal. And it's not bad or wrong for me to want to talk to people about it. It's just that it's a signal. It's you know, there's no judgment there. It's not right or wrong or good or bad. It just it's a sign that I am not really a hundred percent sure that this is the best thing for me to do. And what I'm able to do with that before I make a decision or a choice is recognize that it is very likely, it is very possible, there's probably a greater likelihood that I, than I, than, that I will, that I won't at some point doubt this choice or this decision that I've made. So when I make the choice or decision, just having the awareness that at some point, I'm going to most likely doubt this and question this and wonder, was it really the best thing for me to do? There again, it's a signal. It allows me to make sure when I make this choice or this decision that I am going to be able to live with any doubts or any wondering whether I made the right choice later. And it's sort of like a gift that I'm giving myself. It's kind of like I have these two protections in place. You know, once I become aware that I'm trying to convince someone else, which is really trying to convince me, it's really me talking to myself with other people hearing me. And that's kind of another conversation in itself, but that, that, that will be for later but i ha- you know that helps me you know be first of all to be aware you know re- and really ask okay have i really thought this through am i really sure are there some doubts that i have before i make this choice that i need to really flesh out and really take a deeper look at before i do this and i've always tended to be a very impulsive person it has taken me a lot of years and mindfulness practice has helped me tremendously because when i find myself feeling impulsive and just wanting to do something because I want to do it is not a good enough reason anymore. I mean, and it's human. It's not, you know, it's not abnormal. There's nothing wrong with it. It's not bad. It's just that it does not always lead to the best decision-making, and that's really what it boils down to. So this really all is a form of what I'd refer to as mindful coping, and that's really merging together an ancient practice of mindfulness that's been around for over 2,000 years, with a, you know a way of a practice that help you know that practice can help us to be able to cope with where we find ourselves in life, and sometimes doubting choices that we have made or decisions that we've made or we've taken a certain turn in our lives. That's one of those things that happens in life, amongst many many other things. And it's by being able to practice coping. I haven't met a lot of people who just naturally cope with things really, really well. I have met some people, not a lot. I know it's possible, but I think there are, you know, myself and a lot of other people that I've talked to over the years, you know, need a support of some sort. It may not be mindfulness practice, it may be something else, but some sort of support, some sort of practice. That allows a person to be able to put themselves in a position or really it's almost like a form of training or conditioning to be able to cope with the adversities or the times in life when things really are either painful, when they're difficult, when things are uncertain, things are, uh, you know, there's all kinds of situations in which we can be struggling with life. And so if we can do that, if we can cope in a way where we're mindful and aware of how our thinking and self-talk is contributing to our behavior, we're really setting ourselves up to hopefully make better choices in the future, make you know, more well-informed choices, where we have more of a level of confidence that it's what's best for us. And I had one of those situations last night where I woke up, I've made a, a major change in my work life recently that I'm really, really happy about. It has been probably one of, in my mind, if not the most, definitely, the, the you know, if it's not the first, if it's not the number one, it's got to be the number two. You know, top choice that I've made in terms of giving myself a better quality of life through putting myself in a position where I have an opportunity to come out of my comfort zone and I have an opportunity to grow. And I fought it like crazy. Once I knew this was really what I wanted to do, it took me several weeks to make the commitment to actually do it because I was fighting myself internally. I really feared putting myself in a position where I was going to have to come out of my comfort zone for several reasons. The reasons themselves really don't matter because we all have our own reasons for resisting situations like this. But the times like this in life when we are really facing the prospect of making a major life change, especially with our work, when it's related to our income and our, our and our family's economic well-being, the stakes get really, really high with this and the fear of failure or making the wrong choice it really hits close to home i mean it's really really palpable that feeling and that that fear and that worry and that you know really questioning is this really what's best and i fought it for quite a while and every time i would catch myself fighting myself internally there again you know the mindfulness practice I was able to, because I practiced being aware of what was happening, I knew what was happening. I knew, I was aware of the fact that I was literally fighting myself on the inside. And instead of trying to win win the fight, or even in this matter trying to lose it you know it's a, it's a it kind of can happen both ways right we can either decide that we're going to win this fight with ourselves and make this tough decision to do what we really believe we need to do and what's best for us and those we love and care about or we're going to just you know what they call throwing the fight or throwing the match where we just you know we let someone go ahead and knock us out and then we're that's it you know we know it's really the right thing but we just allow ourselves to be defeated by ourselves which sounds kind of strange but it is true we just really give up and we and we don't win that fight you know we and, and the sad part about it is that we have to fight it all but again at least for me i've made my peace with that this is just what it in my opinion i'm not saying this is this way for everyone It's just, this is what being human is for me. I accept the fact and embrace the fact that sometimes I'm going to put myself through this. It's just part of the process for me making major life decisions. And it's probably more common than I realize with people. So I say all that to say I made this choice. And I knew as soon as I made it, I, I, it was really interesting how it happened. I woke up in the middle of the night before I actually committed to making this change. Then that next later that morning, woke up about two in the morning and was just I felt this intense, really strong feeling of what I refer to as a feeling of empowerment. I just felt strong, and I'm not used to feeling that way because I've always believed that we're you know that we have to choose to feel strong. To to feel strong or to be strong, it's a it's a it's a conscious choice that we make, and I think there is a lot of truth to that. I don't really know. I mean, I felt it very physically. I felt it in my body, and it felt like power and it felt like energy. I'd never felt anything like it before, and I'm not sure if that's really what it was. I honestly, what you know, there again, it's that it's those questions. You know, it's those questions where we don't really know that we can. Well, I don't know if we can ever really hundred percent know the answer, you know, to it, the absolute true answer to it. All we can do is kind of feel around in the dark and try to do our best with getting the answers that we can. And I got up later that day and I'm the only reason I'm mentioning this is because it's it's kind of a way of putting myself on the hook. You know, because I'm gonna tell you that, you know, not too long after that, I I was up in the middle of the night doubting my decision, wondering what the hell I had done? Why? What, what was I thinking? And it's all so human. I literally, I laugh when I think about it. And I know some people might be puzzled and say, how could this possibly be funny? Because of the fact that, you know, with mindfulness practice, it's just, it's one of those practices that leads to eventually freeing us from taking everything quite so seriously. Now, that's not to say that there aren't things in life that we need to take very gravely seriously. But there are a lot of things that we don't. And I'm not saying that we should be disrespectful or callous or dismissive. I'm just saying this is more along the lines of laughing at our own silliness, laughing at our own humanness. It is a... I think that's why humor in of itself is so healing for so many people because really when we're laughing with someone that's being funny for us or performing for us we're really laughing at ourselves at least i think so so i find myself basically you know a week later after making this commitment and making this to making the decision and then the commitment to make this change in my work life i had what i felt like to be a really really good week you know things really happened because i you know tried to concentrate on doing the things that i knew would help make this happen it was not all in my control clearly at the end of the day there was a lot of things about this week that i could not control but it was more along the lines of really focusing on the quality of life of this decision how and i was paying a lot of attention to that this week yes there were fears there were trepidations there were worries about can i really do what i have said that i can do you know those ty- those types of feelings that self doubt that kind of self-talk. And I just took it with a grain of salt because I realized, hey, that's that's part of you know what humans do sometimes. We just we doubt things. We uh, our self-talk can be a little bit, you know, uncertain, it can be doubtful, it can be negative, if you want to call it that. And I just kind of rolled with it, and there were a lot of positives, there were a lot of things I felt really good about. And because of the fact that I chose to be aware that I was feeling that way, both ways. There was uncertainty, there was doubt, there was a little bit of fear. You know, oh my gosh, I've made this, you know, big commitment. Can I really do what I told these people I can do? It's normal. And I, and, and, and I went to work with it every day. I did, I, it was literally riding along with me, you know, in the passenger seat every day. And it's just, I welcomed it. I, I mean, I don't necessarily want to try to cause it to happen because really honestly it's a silly waste of time. I don't want to there's you know there's no need to try to make that happen. But nonetheless, you know, it rode to work with me and I just kind of let it be what it was and yet I was able to do the things that I knew I really needed to get accomplished this week while I felt that way. And you know, for the most part I slept well and you know, at the end of the week, I don't know what it was. I woke up last night and I'll never really know why it happened and i don't really think i even need to know and i think that really illustrates an important point that if we really think that we need to know sometimes if we don't have the answer at least i know i have been you know have found myself doing this before i will try to find an answer and usually if i am if i'm dealing in the business of doubt if i'm dealing in the business of not being confident in what i have chosen to do it's really easy for me to find some some negative reasons why I'm I should be feeling this way and then I start kind of building a case out of nothing but th- literally out of thin air for why I should feel that way and I can literally talk myself into it and then I'm all in. I'm literally all in on this. And suddenly I am completely bought, you know, completely invested in a narrative, in a story about something that I don't know why I don't chose to do it. And I will literally get to a point where I can it can this can become so powerful that I can deny acknowledging any of the positives that have come from this. I can literally deny the validity of any of the reasons that I came up with originally to make the choice to do this. These are really games that we at the end of the day this is all really boils down to these are games that we play with ourselves in our heads. And I don't know why we do it. The only possible reason I have is that we're human. And I don't even know if that's the reason, but that—that's re- at the end of the day, that's the only reason I can come up with is this is just a natural part of being human. It's a habit of mind. And while I cannot prevent it from happening, there's no pr- proven surefire way to positive think myself out of the tendency to do this once in a while. What I have found is just like when I woke up in the middle of the night last night and I started, I could feel myself starting to paint the dark canvas is what I refer to that. I started, you know, thinking negative thoughts and thinking really dark thoughts and feeling like I, you know, just convincing myself and questioning, why did you, why did I choose to do this? What was I thinking? How did I ever possibly think I could do this? And it went on for quite a while. I'd like to say that I caught it immediately and put a stop to it, which I'm capable of. And just like everyone else is capable of it, all we have to do is train to be able to do it. It's a very simple practice, but as I always say, it is painfully difficult to stay with the practice. But it does really, truly make a difference in our lives and in our consciousness and the way that we talk to ourselves about the experiences that we have in life. If we choose to avail ourselves of it. It's not always pretty. It doesn't always feel good. In fact, I can almost promise you. If you start practicing mindfulness. There are going to be times when it is not going to feel good. Because we come face to face. With some of the stuff that we have been running from. Which again is a normal human behavior. We run from things and we hide from things. That are difficult to bear. That are difficult to uh to have to 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 behold it's not you know some of these things are not pretty but it is all you know it's kind of like the old saying one of my teachers used to always say and this too and this too it's like you can't exclude anything from this experience of life it's all in it it's you know and this too it's just a matter of bringing all this together and realizing that there's this practice can set us up to hopefully make to, to have an, a level of awareness that enables us, empowers us to make the best choices that we can under the circumstances where we find ourselves in life. The uh, the, the place in which we may make some of these decisions may not be the perfect place. It may not be hundred percent perfectly calm. Things may not be, the wind may not be blowing our direction, so to speak. The conditions may not necessarily be purely ripe for us to make the best decisions, but it's, you know, this is what I kind of refer to as mindfulness on our feet. You know, we're, we're trying to empower ourselves to make the best choices and then cope with the ramifications of them, both positive and negative, where we find ourselves in life. There, you know, we can have the picture of the island up on our desk or up on our wall that we dream about someday if I could just get there then I could actually finally figure out my life and figure out what I need to be doing and and really rethink what choices I have made. You know, we may actually get to that island, and I hope that everybody does get to that island that they want to be at. I mean, I would like to do the same for myself. But I know that at the end of the day, it may take me a while to get there, and I may never get there. But I can create something very similar to that island that we have in that picture that we look at to motivate ourselves to do the best we can. We can actually create kind of a mini island in our minds by giving ourselves the gift of awareness. All we have to do is choose to engage in that practice. And it is life-changing. It's painful. It's not pretty sometimes. It's, uh, it doesn't always feel good to, you know, to finally start really seeing our stuff so, that I refer to, our emotional baggage and the, you know, the stories we've been telling ourselves for so many years in order to cope. But we really can cope without them. Once we begin to practice coping without them, with all of our, the mechanisms that we think that we need to cope, we can actually make it without it. We just have to be willing to let ourselves be vulnerable to be able to do it. And that's the hard part. And I don't want to say that, you know, like it's really easy to do because it's not. It's a moment-to-moment choice, and it it can be painful. And I know that if we can put ourselves in a position where we're not doubting ourselves quite as much, if we can make any improvement and catch ourselves when we start to go down that road, you know, we're going to be more peaceful. We're going to feel better about ourselves. We're going to feel better about our lives. And more likely than not, we'll be in a better position We'll be closer to being to that, that that island that's in that picture that we dream of being at. To be in a place where we can do the best we can do wherever we find ourselves. That's That, at least for me, that's what it's really all about. And I've seen enough people who have undertaken the practice and have found the same thing. And know that it is possible.